episode 30 this podcast kind of banging at charlie chain at bear with me you yeah um we gotta start this podcast out on a little more somber note than we normally do uh just got word that mac miller passed away at the tender age of 26 as they say so r.i.p to mac miller i was a a supporter like i've really appreciated his music most recent album i was vouching for heavy i actually shouted out mac on twitter last week uh you know let him know that i really appreciated that album certainly didn't foresee this coming and uh this past week and i was really jamming his 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 music so this week i'll probably just well this week and i'll probably play his music maybe more than i originally anticipated um just as a like not a final send-off but you know just to show some love like i I do i like his music and this will just make me go back and revisit some of it so yeah definitely a very horrible turn of events like you said the most recent project I was rocking with it heavy. Swimming, I like the swimming. I like the energy of it. Yeah. So for homie to be gone within such a short time span, like twenty six years, that's that's crazy. That's that's what and for me to be a, a OD like that's what gets me because I think about it. Me at twenty six, like if I never made it past twenty six, even if I don't make it past my current age, like my story is far from being completely written in my mind. Like, so I can't imagine how, I mean, he'd certainly accomplished a lot in that time frame. He's, you know, made a lot of money. It's not always about money, but, you know, he's done a lot of things that, that a lot of people would love to do that will ne- they'll never be able to do in a full lifetime. But I'm sure he didn't expect for his life to end so abruptly and, and so soon. So that's definitely a sad story. R.P. Mac Miller. All right. Uh, shit, that's a... It's rough to get the energy. Yeah, like we, we never, we never really just. That was very. Yeah, strange. usually it, it's like all right, it happens. We'll let it, and then we come yeah. through. That that. But this was like one of those, as we were in route to linking up to record. Yeah. It's like this shit just happened. This so. one kind of hit me for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's just a, a, a younger, maybe a younger artist, a younger artist, uh, talented. <laughs> Not that your talent has to do with you know your death being more important than another person, but. Somebody I've just been vouching for like real heavy recently. Like maybe that's why. Like I've really been rocking with this music. Like so, you know, it's unfortunate either way. But um, yeah, that's 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 how we starting out. But uh, let's get to where we where we you know where we normally originate. Where we normally start out. Uh, how was your week? What's going on? Uh, this week was very very eh. Wasn't well, nothing too crazy going on this week. Um, I guess keeping up with the same energy. I got flipped off while I was on the highway. Might have been a day, I think. So I think people are dealing with some road rage. So if you are, um, turn on the podcast. This should this should get you in the right the right vibe. Uh, outside of that, I'm back. You know, I'm back active in the gym, hitting the weights all crazy. Um, very light week though. Nothing. Nothing that jumps out immediately. However, I'm pretty sure as we're going through the podcast, about oh, this happened and. Share a story. It's funny what you said about uh, the road rage being flipped off. I feel like cars or just being in a car does something to people. Like, I think it gives them a certain level of power and authority they may not have anywhere else in their life. Because the mildest mannered person, when they get behind that wheel, like, they, it's like they got um the symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just the. Give a shout out to uh you know Spider Man essentially well Venom but 
a, a little Spider-Man uh, reference there. Like they have the symbiote, the way they so or they, or the stink meaner. Just how they said they get in that car and turn the stink meaner. Yeah, like. turn the stink meaner. Shout out to the Boondocks. Um, that shit is annoying, man. Like I shouldn't look into my rearview mirror and see you <laughs> biting your lip and holding your hand sideways. They done bit half their lip off because right. you because they hate the way that you drive. And I'm not paying attention to you at all. Last night, no, not last night. Maybe the night before. One one night this week, I almost got ran off the road by like a you call him a tanker, like one of those <laughs> like big ass trucks, and. Whoever was driving home was so unbothered. So I'm like, all right, this like this isn't cool. Like this is not cool. So I did the shit that I hate that people do, which is all right. Now I got catch up to you, <laughs> and I gotta look over at you like real. Let you know you was doing some dirt. Right. So for one, I do that. Never looks at me. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> clearly, because can't. can't. And then for two, he's sitting up so hot. Uh, even yeah, if like he did yeah. give a fuck. He looked down. Right, yeah. Right. So it's like a car to me essentially. Right. Because you're in. Because I'm in a truck. And he's in a truck that's even bigger than my truck, so it's like, whatever. But yeah, I could have died. I didn't know clearly, but you know, that wasn't cool. And uh, had another issue where I was getting onto the highway, and yo, you struggle with the highway. Yo, I, I like I have anxiety <laughs> because of other people. Like I really just I wanted I want there to be designated times, you know, not like. To hate on people or nothing, but like if you're of this age, you only get on the highway at this time. If you're of this race, you get on the highway at this time. Like some highly inappropriate shit. I know that's that sounds crazy, but that's what I want. Cause oh shit, folks not out here driving, bro. Yeah, you wildin'. Folks not out here driving. Matter of fact, and not even just the highway, just in general. Like if it's Anywhere. this, if it's this time and it's you, you gotta catch an Uber or some shit, or you gotta catch a cab. I mean, or you got you gotta take the train or something. Like no, you can't be driving. But um yeah, I was getting on to the to six ninety five, you know, the highway here. And uh it was one of those alternate. It was two lanes that turns into one and then you know it's supposed to be alternating. Yeah. So if everybody plays the game, everybody goes yeah. home safely. Right. So the bull, <laughs> whoever it is, they driving a little they driving too light because the two lanes about to end. Right. And it's their turn <laughs> to alternate. But they're like Pussyfoot. I'm just gonna ride neck and neck with you because why this is okay to do yeah <laughs> so i'm like nah fuck that like i stepped on the gas at the last second i'm like this is about to get nutty <laughs> and then as soon as i do that they honk the horn like, eh, eh. and i'm like oh i don't like that either. i don't like when people hold the horn like the horn <laughs> the horn makes me think you want to get very aggressive with me and i don't like that yeah if you reach you reach the point where you holding the horn <laughs> like that's bananas like horn should only be used like I want to say in life or death situation, like don't just be honking the horn because you mad at something somebody did and like they're in front of you, you're safe, they're safe and you're just angry and that's your, that's your release. Like that's whack. Yeah. I, the car horn thing has always been a weird, like for the longest time, I always thought it was just to alert people like come out front. But then once we start texting all crazy, it's like outside. So there's really no need. I don't touch the horn. Like I'm not a horn person. Nah. And I hate the guy. Or gal that's behind me at the green light, and as soon as the light turns green, you lean you into gotta your relax. horn. You gotta relax. Leave out sooner. If it's that big of a deal, leave relax, the house bro. sooner. Don't be pressing me because as soon as the light turns green, you. That's because cuz the one that turned the light green. Yeah. Yo got the shit in the car. Flip the switch. One one thousand, two one thousand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. You gotta relax. 
basically everybody in your in your travels be safe and be be courteous of, of fellow drivers fellow uh people that are sharing the road with you and vice versa like it's crazy out here and it should it doesn't have to be that's the thing it doesn't have to be as crazy as it is with accidents and uh, insurance rates and all that good stuff. We could probably do a, a a mashup of all our driving tips because driving should be this stressful. Like, I got I got a car insurance tip for you. This is a big one. Go for it. Have it. Like have <laughs> oh, yeah. car you insurance. If you don't like, have car insurance, bro, have car insurance. God knows. I mean, that's 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 a major tip right there. Please have car insurance because if you don't, mm. it's, it's gonna get ugly for you. Mm. It's it gonna, gets way worse far before it gets better. It's gonna get ugly for you. Damn. But I yeah, that's, imagine that's, that's my car tip. Getting into some shit. I've seen all types terms. of shit, bro. Like, I heard hella war stories. Yeah. Where you whip at? Oh. Mm-hmm. What you mean? Shit. Now you got fake like your shit got stolen. Yep. And, I ain't yeah. had no insurance. What? And they're gonna find out. Yeah. Like they insurance companies are not your friends. They they don't just pay all the strength of what you said. Like if you say your shit's stolen, you did they're gonna investigate. So hopefully, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got a guy that really was able to finagle and get that shit off for you pause. Or hopefully not. I hope we're all out here living honest. Well, that's that's definitely the bigger hope, the bigger yeah, um, hopefully everybody's out here living honestly. Yeah, honestly and righteously. Please. End of the day, honestly, righteously. With insurance, even if even if you feel like man, they charge me too much on the lake, it, it's gonna cost you more if if you if you get into a situation where that car either needs to be fixed or the car can't be fixed because it's you know what I mean it was such a bad. Not to be super car enthusiastic, but there should be a repair insurance. Like you pay, like I should be able to use my insurance to pay for repairs. I've seen that though. I'm, I'm like talking about legit. I'm not talking about them little one eight hundred. Oh, all right. I mean, one eight hundred. We fuck with you. Are they not legit? I don't know. Yeah, I ain't I'm never, never. I've never had the the. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I've never had the courage to jump out there like, and just be like, because they'd be like, yeah, if your car has this many miles, you if this happens, it's gonna cost you this much. So you need to buy this shit now. We'll take care of it for you. Yeah, so oh, five thousand dollar damage. Yeah, pay one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. We got you. No, I'm good. But if like. State Farm or Geico or one of those trusted, so like a like a, a warranty type package on your. No, nah, I'm talking about the same. Like charge me extra thirty dollars a month, and then yeah, like to if cover something like ha- a, yeah, like if, if something your alternator goes, down, goes up or right, some shit, I could just all right, here you go. But that's too much, like right, and that's too helpful to people. That would be so dope, because then it's like all right, but then car companies would lose bread because you're less inclined to. They would have to put mad restrictions and a whole bunch of other like your car has to be X amount of years old or because no, then people wouldn't somebody gonna get paid as long I'm, as the mechanic getting paid the car the car company they don't but really then the care. car companies don't have as much of an as much of as an incentive for you to get a new one to get a new whip because uh, you always true, gonna true, have true, insurance true. to get your old joint fixed that's true but that's, that's neither true. here nor there huh. yeah that that is true they they would. They would be opposed for that very reason. Yeah, like I'm gonna sell you this. I'm sure they, they get some back end. They, Shit, they find a way to get some back end on that. Mm, I guess. I was gonna say because my car, like, you gotta, near, cut, you gotta cut them in on that. My car, damn near 20 years old, and I have no desire to buy a new one. Fuck it. Pretty much. Ride it to the wheels fall off, as they say. That's but the plan. Please, please have insurance. Don't ride it to the wheels fall off, though. <laughs> if it does, though. Have insurance for have sure. Have insurance. Yeah, even if it's, I mean, just your car that is in the situation. Especially if it's just your car that's in the situation. Say, so have liability, if nothing else. Liability. And that's only going to cover the next person's car. 
So you still fucked, but I mean, I guess at least that's taken care of, and you ain't gonna end up in court. You still could end up in court though. Look, <laughs> just have insurance, full full coverage, based upon your situation. If you are still paying on the car, definitely have full coverage. There's nothing. Don't leave the dealership and then decide you want to drop shit off because you slick. Don't do it. It's not worth it. That's silly as I've, shit. I've seen I've seen that story go bad too many times. Yeah. But that's the tip of the week. Tip of the week? Yeah. Mm. I ain't pausing it. Nah, fuck it. All right, but let's get to the music. Um, lot of, <laughs> A lot of projects this week, though. Yeah, and I had a... Uh, I don't want to use that term. I fell back into some old habits. I'm sure. Of I'm not sure. completing homework. And here goes, here goes, and this is the one I know you didn't. Uh, Black Youngster. Black Young. <laughs> fuck everybody, too. No thoughts. No thoughts. No thoughts. Okay. So I and C at the top of the paper. So it was an interesting project. Uh, one standout track for me, not standout because of quality, but standout because I I did not like the message that it gave. Song called One on One. Do you have an idea of what that could possibly be about? Since you did not listen to it, do you have a, a wild guess as to what that is? A song called One on One. One on One. It's not sexual. By Black Youngster. Yes. Uh, one on one. I'm assuming this would be a very high priced item, a one of one, but he used one on one to kind of nope, like a play on words. It's a fair guess, but I'll uh, what is it? End the suspense. So one on one is a song about fighting, fisticuffs. Okay. Uh, catching a fade essentially, depending on where you're from. Mm-hmm. And it's about how they ain't gonna be no one on one. Oh yeah, these kids don't believe in one on one. Yeah, like he say, you know, if it's if you think you're gonna shoot the fair one, you're wrong. We're gonna jump you, and it's gonna get ugly for you, and that's just how we on it. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. So I can't vouch. I mean, for at that. least it's a fist fight. Now, because uh, a couple people say we ain't we ain't doing one on one. We ain't even we fighting with the hands. Down off rip. I don't like that though. I mean, if it's if it's the plan, which I guess you don't really go on today. Like I'm gonna see this person with the hands. Maybe some people do, but if that's the plan, like I just want that to. I want that plan to play out. If you was tough, Tony, be tough, Tony by yourself. Nah, that's dead. Yeah, that era that that probably died. Maybe I don't like it. Like oh seven oh eight ish. I think uh, with this project also, he has a big social media following. Um, just based upon his antics and his, uh, the way that he talks, he uses, uh, the word whore a lot. I don't know if you ever watched any of his, yeah, I'm like, familiar with this IG live videos. Yeah. So yeah, so he, he used that in a few hooks on this particular project, I guess, to play up to that particular crowd, to that very, very particular crowd. So I'll get a project, a kind of chills. I don't really see me revisiting it. But it wasn't horrible. It's okay. So I didn't miss anything. No, I mean, nothing, nothing I could really point I'll, to and say you you have to listen to this for this very reason. But I'll I'll definitely double back and uh yeah check it out though check it out though because I have seen some of homies uh the videos and the the, the IG snippets yeah so he definitely played that up. Uh, next I'll go with the did you listen to Currency Fire in the Clouds? Oh yeah. Okay. I gave currency fire in the cloud some spin. What you think of that? 
It sounded like the last currency joint I heard. I could see that. And it I don't know if that's a knock on currency himself or a credit to currency. In the sense that you get the same sound, but it's not the same exact sound, if that makes sense. I mean, once you find your niche or niche, yeah, you just ride that wave and stick to it, I guess, if you're so fortunate. And if your fans are so willing to accept that from you time and time again. I was going to say, he definitely plays up to the fan base. So I'm pretty sure his hardcore fans are going to be very pleased with the project. I wasn't overly... I guess overwhelmed is the opposite of underwhelmed. Mm -hmm. It was cool. So my thoughts on Currency's formula for a project are smooth beats. This is my thought of what he says when he he steps into the studio. Give me a smooth beat. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read this essay to you. I'm going to read an essay about how my week is gone and what I did. Yeah. Because he's really just talking. Yeah, you know what I mean? Over smooth ass beats. Got home, she laid it down, she rolled it up, took a puff, she don't smoke. Now, what I will tell you... Maybe something to drink, fruit punch, woo-woo-woo, and that's pretty much the delivery. Yeah. Yeah. This album had one of the most playerist bars that I've heard. Yeah, he, he definitely got player talk for so, you, and I'm pretty sure I know what you're about to say. So, but. I'm going to give you one. And this wasn't even him, it was just on the project. Mm-hmm. He says, for a week... I went vegan but took the bitch fishing. <laughs> Before a bitch get the dick, she got to sign a petition. I said, wow. I said, he's a player. <laughs> I said, that gentleman is a player. He went vegan for a week but still took her fishing. And then before he, you know what I mean, before he hit her off, she had to sign a petition. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's cra- that was crazy to me. Some, some smooth, just chills. I had to run that back a few times. I said, damn, he's a player. Well, player. actually, he was a pimp. That was, that was pimp talk. That's pimp energy. Pimp yeah. player energy. He had pimp player energy. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I gave that drink. I gave that. Um, I'm just trying for that bar alone. <laughs> that, that got a kind of chills from me. Yeah. Um. It was smooth as hell, though. I'm smooth, not going to lie. Yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. So I wasn't. I wasn't disappointed that, that it was, was a, wave. a it very was a wave. smooth project. Smooth as shit. And it was, on, it was like 12 tracks, but it was only like 33 minutes. Yeah. It, it was, was straight to the point. Straight to the point. Laid back. Sip a little something. Smoke a little something. You're going to feel good. So, from that aspect, it delivered. I rock with it. Uh, definitely kind of chills. Yeah. Shit was definitely chills. On the high side. Very... A low wave, a very high chill. Yeah. I, I agree with that. If we doing the weather, yeah, I mean, breaking it down, like really giving it a... I agree with that. Let's break up the hip hop real quick. Let's go with um Lloyd. Crazy. Crazy? Crazy. Crazy. Um I because I'm being stingy with the kind of bangers, I'm going kinda kinda wavy. I thoroughly enjoyed the project though, from start to finish. I was at a point where I was waiting for it to get corny. And I'm I'm gonna be like I'm I'm admitting this. I went into it like, all right, this is gonna be on some He's still trying to catch the old sound, but the project sounded good. The intro was fire. Mm-hmm. It was on some look. I'm just trying. I appreciate everybody showing love. I mean, sticking through while I'm doing whatever I got to go through. Mm-hmm. He kind of gets into detail, of like some of the things that have been going on behind the scenes. I think one of the songs, he's like, I has, I got some stuff going on that's so fucked up. I can't even speak on it. Like, I just, it puts me in a bad vibe. So I was like, all right, cool. It was cool to hear that, and then he still has his Lloyd bop, so he didn't stray too far away from his sound, but it didn't sound 
the project didn't sound dated. Right. So I was like, all right, bet. And then uh, the song with Seven Streeter. Best friend. Bestie. Yeah, that joint sounded cool. And there's like, I think two songs later is like probably my, the one on the joint that I rock with heavy. My favorite song on there is a song called Caramel. I think that might be the, that might be the two songs later. John. I don't know if folks do singles like that anymore necessarily, <clears throat> but that has single written all over it. Like that's a that's a song that needs to be pushed. Uh, that yeah, at that point, that's where whatever label he was signed to would have to push and make it a, a issue. To get yeah, because that's that's the one. Because I feel like as far as him as an artist, he's not getting the like push. oh Lloyd's got a project dropping. But I don't know that anybody really is these days. Like this is a this is really a go get it yourself era in music right now. So hopefully he's just out on the road, touring to get that bag, and his fans know what's going on. Because uh, it's I'm not gonna say it's difficult to get new fans at this point, but labels, both independent and major, they don't seem to be really giving artists. If you don't already have that exposure, they don't seem to be building and getting you that exposure anymore. If I would say for the older artists, like somebody like Lloyd, there I don't see a label putting the quote unquote machine behind him right, to get him Lloyd, back at the top. To them, Lloyd is what he's gonna be already. Yeah, he's reached his his like he's his yeah. pinnacle of his career is right. behind him. But I mean, listening to this project, sound like you still got. And that's the thing about if he you're a good musician, golf. yeah, if you're a good musician, you're a good singer. And you're not so much relied on the era or what's like whatever that wave is. Like you just need the right track. If it's snap music, if all you can make is snap music, and when the snap era was dead, you couldn't come back out of it. Yeah. He doesn't strike me as that type of artist, no. especially after listening to this. But when I did listen to it, I thought like I was waiting to hear the, um, what's the track? I want to say it's called "I Want You," but that's not the name of the. Oh, track. Um, I was waiting to hear something that had that cadence that had that. It's not called I Want You. I have no idea. It's called You. It's just called You. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to roll with that. Yeah, that's definitely what it's called. She's 5'2". No, excuse me. She's fine too, but I want... That's one of the yeah, uh, highly he, contested lyrics. Yeah, he lyrics. tweeted it. It's, awesome. No, I'm saying she's fine too. Is it she's 5'2 five five two two. or she's fine too? It's definitely she's fine too though. 5'2 sounds good or it sounds like it makes sense, but it definitely doesn't make sense if you really think about it. What does her being 5'2 have to do with him wanting her? She's 5'2, but I want you. <laughs> I mean, if you like him short. I mean, yeah, but 5'2 don't make up for She's 5'2 and you, the other drink 5'3, he like she 5'2, but But 5'2 don't make up for if you, I mean, if you fugly. Mm. You know what I mean? So mm. it can't be you bad, but she's 5'2". She's 5'2", but I'm still giving you the benefit of the doubt. Because she's 5'2 and fugly, but yeah. you right here. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, But yeah, all in all to say, I like the fact that he ended the album with True. Mm-hmm. I was saying that last week, too. That was a perfect way to cap that album off. I mean, granted, it was the, the name of the album, but True is such a fire song even now. And uh, yeah, I'm glad we got the project True, too. So I'm going to give that a kind of um, wavy, too. Very good album. Very good. Yeah, uh, keep keep making decent music, quality music, quality music. That's step above decent. Definitely keep with the the quality. Uh, next one, I'm going to go with Don Q, Don Season Two. I'm a Don fan. Don, <clears throat> the Don Mega. Shout out to Ice Cube. What For you think of Don Q? 
coming off of the previous project, which was Dawn Talk. Dawn Talk. Let's not be confused. It was definitely Dawn Talk. Dawn Talk, Hard Body. I rock with it. This one was a little too melodic for me. It sounded like it was a, a little too singy, hummy. I'm gonna tell I you. prefer when Dawn is in his. Like I'm really getting to these bars. I'm rapping, but the energy it proved he could hold his own in either. Like if he has to really rap and get busy, he can and he can do his thing as far as the melodic. Because a couple of the joints on there was just crazy. I rock with heavy, and then someone was like, "I ain't really with the same." I'm gonna tell you who Don Q reminds me of. He reminds me of Lloyd Banks, in the sense of Lloyd Banks was like a rapper's rapper. Mm-hmm. So much so. It was hard for you to think that he'd be able to actually make a good project, which the first album, without a doubt, great project. And Don Q, he's he's walking down that same line because I have like I've had doubts because uh, I know that he's a rapper. He's going to bar you up. But can he really make a song or can he really do songs? This project further proved to me that he can. Yeah. So <clears throat> I was I was I'm not going to say pleasantly surprised because I wasn't doubting him to that extent, but. It was definitely uh, good. I like that he showed improved. There's a song on there called Weakness, which is one of my favorite, if not my favorite songs on the project. Even with that being the case, that's a song I could hear 21 Savage on. Yeah. I would have liked to hear 21 Savage on that song, which it's not a deal breaker, but I feel like I could definitely see him doing his shit, his numbers on there. Um, I'm going to get a project of kind of chills. There wasn't anything overwhelmingly fire necessarily. Then again, then again, he had a song with him, my man Herbo, and, and Dave, Think Dave East. East. Yeah, that was heavy. Heavy. That was a heavy song. Herbo, listen, Herbo. I, they calling Herbo the new soap to shotgun. Herbo killing shit right now. They saying they saying he he. I mean he's running with the off the beat wave off the. Her, I, yeah, Herbo killing. Just going though. Yeah. Fuck it. He he. That that energy, yeah. he got it. He got He's, that. He got that sewn up. All energy, all this is my life. I'm definitely on the same kind of chills vibe. Um, Don Flow is what get him. Mm-hmm. Like he his his flow seems to fit no matter where you put him on a track on a song. It just worked. Then he was talking about. Uh, he had the one song where he was talking about how he, at a time, was trying to stay away from um, a boogie. With the hoodie, essentially, because they were saying that he wouldn't be shit without him and all that. So, yeah. I like that. I like to, to hear a little bit of behind the scenes, even though I don't follow either of them, especially heavily, so to speak. But, I, uh, yeah, <clears throat> I like to know the ins and outs, the inner workings of a, of a rap click, rap crew. Yeah, I, I want to say there was a point when I was getting hit to A Boogie and Don was kind of coming up. And everybody was like, they should make more projects together. They should make more projects together. So when you mentioned that part, I'm assuming that's when that he was kind of like, why. yeah, that explains why he's like, nah, I'm good. And that makes sense. Like, cause you, you want everybody to be able to stand on their own so that no one person depend on another person. And that's kind of to the effect if one person falls down, the other person wasn't dependent on them so they can pull them back up. And yeah. that's, uh, that's going back to like reason without all that shit if. And that's make sure everybody in your click is rich, your click is rugged. No and that's kind of how they crushing. uh that's kind of how they move. Yeah, Highbridge. Highbridge is the name of that click. So shout out to Highbridge, shout out to Don Q. And the uh this was called 
Dawn Season 2. Shout Dawn out Dawn Season, season 2. Good project. Healthy Kinda project. Chills. Very, very, very quality. Bun B, Return of the Trill. I thought this shit was fire. Lost it. You lost your mind to it? I lost my mind. I'm not a big Bun B fan. I'm not going to lie to you. But I'm... he did his thing on this. Well, I'll let you go ahead and give your... There's a song that's... And I feel like I hate when I get suckered into liking a song that I feel like they want me to like. The song Trap Hands with uh, <laughs> him, 2 chains. And who's the other person on there? Uh, I hate when I like who's the other person. God damn! But I trap hands, hallelujah! I run this shit. Rick the ruler is the hook, and the chick on there is killing it. She's killing it like that's in such a pocket, and it reminds me of something that I've never taken part in. But uh, what's it called? What's it called? Um, was it trap? It wasn't trap karaoke. <laughs> it was like trap gospel or something. You you ever heard of trap? Gospel? I've heard of trap karaoke, but never heard I of trap. I think it was gospel. like trap gospel. I've never heard it, but I've heard of that term. And then the way that that hook went, that's what I assume trap gospel is. And this was trap hands, right? Trap hands. Uh, yo, it says Bumby, Yo Gotti, and Chains. There we go. Are credited. So there, there we go. go. That's what it is. Bumby, Yo Gotti, and Chains. Well, two chains, just in case there's another. Two chains, just in case there's a one chain or a three chains. Or, a cha- or just a gentleman out there by the name of Chains. Very possible. Very possible. You can get some from free spins because yeah. folks will see change. Like, oh, y'all want this? I'm going to give... Um, oh, that's not too change. Shit. I'm going to give this to Kind of Wavy. Okay. He had a he had a couple songs on there. He had the song called Holes from the Hood, I think. <laughs> and he was letting you know how it's, like how they're really functioning. So that's good. That's a cautionary tale. <clears throat> For me, I'll give my rating first and I'll kind of dive in. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going kind of chills. Okay. Because the it started off slow for me. It started off slow. started sounding a little dated. And I was like, ah, bun, no, 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 no. But at Blood on the Dash, I don't know what number that is in, as far as the album goes. And that's right at the trap hands. But that is where it clicked and it picked up for me. And I was like, oh, shit, bun, okay. And then everything after Blood on the Dash was rolling. I did enjoy every feature that was on there. And the homie Giggs made an appearance, he which did. was interesting. And That was an interesting collab. Yeah, I heard it. I was like, hmm, Giggs is okay. I like these. UK. Yeah. I London like, blokes. I like that. So Giggs made a cool appearance on there. Shout out Stefflon Don. Shout out Stefflon. Shout out SAS. Dipset. <laughs> Dipset Euro gang. That's so silly. Uh, but yeah, kind of chills. Like I said, it started out a little slow. Picked up some steam and I was like, it's cool to hear Bun can still get busy. I enjoyed the uh the Pimp C feature like and snippet where he's talking and then Bun rats. I I always I always was talking enjoy game. It. Yeah, Pimp was, Pimp was like you know what it is. I forget what the topic of his uh conversations were on that. If I looked at the song title, I would be able to better recall. But Pimp was definitely giving up some game on there. So shout out Bum B. Shout out for shout out Bum B for still doing it, still being able to be uh still sounding good in this day and age. Still being true. And still being true. <laughs> true never does. Yeah. And lastly, uh Marshall. Marshall Mathers. Oh Eminem, buddy. Kamikaze. This was oh, a, buddy. I guess a hotly 
debated or highly talked about album from all corners of hip hop this week. Everybody got everybody had something to say about Marshall. So I guess what what I'm gonna say about Marshall is the album was a good return back to form. The last album was not my cup of tea. It was too too much singing, too much trying to appeal to a broader a broader audience. I think. I believe you. The word you're looking for is boo boo. You could go as far Basura. as to say it was boo boo. I didn't like it. I know somebody probably loved it, but it wasn't for me. I didn't like it. But uh, <clears throat> this one, I liked. It. I like how he came. He came out the gate swinging. The the intro, he didn't hold any punches, and then he kept that same energy as they say throughout the whole project. Uh. And he caused some flack throughout the week, too, from, from several people. But we'll, we'll get into that after this. This is one of those things where we're just going to kind of talk it out. And then you'll eventually get the rating. But there's just so much to talk about with this Marshall Mathers project here. Oh, one other thing I really liked about this album. And I don't know if it's a project uh, product of the album or if this is already out. But there's a, a uh, I don't know if it's a YouTube clip. There's a clip of a gentleman who, <laughs> who dubbed over. The BET cipher from this year where uh, Eminem was, I guess, dissing Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And he switched up the lyrics, but it fits perfectly with the video. And I don't even know how you could possibly find this, but if you can, you it's a treat. It's probably a ton of different variations yeah. of it, because I'm sure that's not the only one this that's is the out one, there. This one is but the one, though. Of the ones that are out there, yeah, this is the one. Yeah. That album for me... Kamikaze. Kamikaze. It was... It was weird. Because, like you said, it was a, it was definitely a great turn from... What was the... Whatever... Revival was yeah, the last one. Definitely better than that. Because he was actually rapping and not... He was rapping, rapping. But he was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like overly... Not overly rapping because I enjoyed it. But it's like, all right, and we get it. It was a lot of rap. It was a lot of, and it sounds wild because some people are like, oh, well, we, we kill rappers because we want to hear them rap. Right. And then when they rap, we kill them because they over rap. So I don't want to say he over rap, but. He was rapping like shit. Yeah. It, it leads back into the machine gun. When he was saying, like, you just pick up a dictionary and start mm-hmm. rhyming words. Like, we don't want to hear that lack of, I guess, content would be the word. Because he's rapping, but he's essentially not rapping about anything. Crazy thing is, though, throughout his career, this is what he's been praised for, though. He's not doing anything different, different. now than he was doing then. So so maybe that's what it is. The fact that there's so many, so many different aspects of rapping right now for you to still be saying Tangerine, Lamborghini, what blah, I, blah, 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 blah. What I did like, though, is... He kind of got into a few different pockets on here, though. Like, he jumped into the Migos pocket. He, like, yeah. And I hated it. I liked it because it, it was a fact of, this is what you guys are doing. I don't fuck with this. I can do it, and I'm going to do it just to do it. But this shit is trash, and I'm trashing you as I'm doing it. And that I don't care for. Because, it, in a sense, if you could do it, just do it. 
I mean, but he nope. don't want to do it because that's not his shit. Then leave it be because you don't rock with it. But you you want me to do it though. That's the thing. I, nobody as as a as the fan of hip hop or what's supposed hot hip hop right now. This is what you want to hear. This so folks, I'm gonna give you this and you're not gonna fuck with it. I'm, and I'm gonna go back to my shit. Sure, folks was good off Eminem. One I way or the other. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like you said it not too long ago. Like yeah. if M never dropped another project, I'm good. Yeah, because I know he could rap. We know he can I've rap. I've been knew he could rap. I, what I liked about the early M was it was giving us content as far as how, like, the whole, he was, he couldn't stand his mom's, how she treated him. Like, he was giving us some substance. So, while he was giving us these crazy punches and schemes and deliveries, it was all, in a sense, related to something going on in his life. Like, he was rapping about something. So, for me, he's always had content and stories. Mm-hmm. And he's done a good job of making songs about them and rapping about them. They've just never been relatable to me, which is fine. I can see the good. Well, not the good. I can appreciate what I'm listening to, even if it's not something that I myself can relate to, which is what happens in most music because they rap about cars and jewelry and all these women and stuff. That's not a life that I live, but I still like to hear it. Right. And it's no different from him rapping about, you know, uh, fuck my ex-wife and my mother did this to me and I hate her and she could die, which he doesn't rap about anymore, which is great because he's an older gentleman now. So that would be, I don't know if yeah, it's... Yeah, that would be silly as hell. To I don't know if it's to. any more appropriate, less he, appropriate he, now than it was then, but... He kind of dipped back into that a little bit in some of the joints on this one. Did he? Yeah, he had the vulgar... He dropped a couple uh, frowned upon terms. Oh yeah, yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't like fuck my mom and shit. Yeah, though. it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't that. I mean, yeah, he's just um, he's just inappropriate. He's he's just not for the times, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with him saying the things that are shunned now, because he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's very that's and very his true. core audience doesn't give a fuck either. That like, too is true. Yeah, um, he had a song called Stepping Stone where he kind of. I don't know if it was an apology to D12 or if it was just a outlining exactly what happened so that the the masses would know. I like that. I thought that was a, a good way to. I don't know if anybody was checking for D12 and needed to know what happened to them, but if so, check out Stepping Stones. That'll let you know. Uh, the homie Denon Porter. Um, I forget what his name is because you know they had two names and that's what it was six of them, each with two names, which is what made them D12. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can't remember what Denon Porter's name was. Was it was he Swifty or Caniva? Either way, he's he's had a a good career behind the boards, uh, doing production. Right. So shout out to him. But uh, outside of that, I mean, but he had, I mean, Obi. They had a nice little Obi wasn't in T twelve though. Oh, oh damn, damn sure wasn't. That's what I wanted to talk about, too. Damn, thank you for saying that, because I didn't put that where I needed to put that for me to talk about it. Eminem is owed a lot of credit for for a lot of, for, for where rap is right now, essentially. Mm, um, do tell. He is the reason for 50 Cent, which was the reason for Lloyd Banks, the reason for a Young Buck, eh. the reason for a game the reason for a Kendrick Lamar oh the reason for a schoolboy Q 
And here's the reason why. I'm I'm listening. Eminem, I'm willing to was the only person that kept the lights on for Aftermath. Originally, it was just Dre. Dre dropped the project that didn't do nothing. Then he signed Eminem. Eminem dropped his first album. Never looked back since. Through that, Aftermath's been able to sign several other entertainers. Uh, okay. Eminem's been able saying. to sign like so I'm not gonna no, fuck that. I'm gonna give him all the credit for that. Like and I feel like I mean, I'm not gonna say that these he, people the, wouldn't have found their way into the game any other way, but just based on how history played out, this is what happened. And Eminem is if, the thing. If for there's that. no M, there's no oh, all right. Yeah. Uh okay. I'm on the those guys would have made their way regard now. Did he kind of inspire? Is like some of his, you know, the the flow switching and the aggressive. Is that in there somewhere? Yeah, but you can also argue there are other artists that influence it. But I see what you're saying as far as him being the the uh, catapulting piece for aftermath to stay around. But so fifty, but fifty's success. Yeah, the buzz. Was Guaranteed. that shit seemed damn near inevitable, Dustin? And once fit, and it seems like once fifty took off, it was like, all right, I, I don't have to. He kind of played the background, and fifty went and but did his thing. thing is, crazy 50, at that point, he was a little guy, and he was blackballed. And then Marshall and I was like, like we're the biggest thing going. We don't give a fuck. Like we'll take the chance. Like we don't care if people stop fucking with us because they can't stop fucking with us. So yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Fifties energy and fifties run was so crazy. Yeah, but I'm saying fifty. Nobody wanted to get behind him at that point because that's fifty was a nut. Because it was like if you get behind fifty, then we not gonna fuck with you, and we on top of the shit, so it's a wrap. Because at that point, Murder Inc was running shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. was his his number one foe essentially. So if you can't get with somebody that's on that level or higher, it you're don't matter. Gonna, yeah. Like and you're and de- you're dead in the water. And he definitely inherited the murder ink. And took advantage of that shit to the fullest. But this isn't about 50. Nah. This is 50. This isn't about 50. Not about 50. But uh, a lot of martial shit, though. Let's get into all the martial, all the Eminem shit. So Eminem spewed some venom, no pun intended, at uh, Machine Gun Kelly on a particular track. And Machine Gun immediately came back. Immediately with- came back two hours later. Super smoke. Has he M said, responded to did we know of? Not not at this point. What what did he say he was sick of? He's sick of the sweatsuits and the and the hats. Yeah, sick of the sweatsuits and the hats. Let's talk about Let's it. Let's talk about it. Machine gun Kelly didn't want to hear so nothing. You, you you just now responded to a joke or something he said back in twenty twelve, I think he said. Yeah, but the thing is, he he added some sauce on that because I went back and listened to the track mm-hmm. uh Eminem where he said uh he pretty much said that you you said some shit about me on a strong on a song with Tech Nine, and you don't got a sub, you don't got to use a sub machine gun, yada yada, just playing on the whole Tech Nine gun gun talk. Crazy. And Machine Gun Kelly did take a shot at him on this Tech Nine song recently, so it's not about the tweet from years ago. It's uh, about it's about some shit he said. Some recently. shit you said okay. recently. So you you're hiding your hand and you're switching the narrative by saying that you had me believing until I heard the song. Because if it is about a tweet from six years ago, then that's that's definitely trash. Like yeah, don't don't do that. But no, it's about a song that you made recently. 
and and you barred them. You you dropped bars on that song too. Like, so that was cool. Yeah. So you you asked for this, but then you went ahead and you did a full diss track. So that's cool too. And we're definitely Eminem might be one of the only people where it's like, before he drops a bar, it's a rap. You already lost. <laughs> so he's so above the game essentially that uh before he drops a bar he's won if he doesn't drop a bar it was for your own good and he still wins that's how they that's how people carry eminem I, and where i, and I come don't know in, if that's fair though but that's <clears throat> how they carry him where i come in on that in the sense of m is who's really gone toe-to-toe with him I thought about that as well. Because he, nobody he doesn't have any really any foes that you could really point to and said, This person's a rapper, M's a rapper, and he bodied the shit out of him. It's the just the closest thing that, he had was the Ja Rule joint. And he and was just a He was yeah, it was that wasn't even his. He, he was a small it. part in that. Like very small. He only did one song. Well no, he had a there was a couple songs, but yeah. Yeah, but and the thing is, in Ja's defense. It's Jabu versus 50 Eminem Banks. Yeah. Yayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buck. Yeah. And their G-Unit, that whole aftermath wave is on fire right now. So it was pretty much nothing Ja could do at the time to fight back. And nobody really had. I did rock with uh, Black Child off the wings to beat, though. That shit was fire. Damn. That's very old. He said, you had a knife. No. I had a knife. You had a gun. Yeah. I said yeah, you yeah, such yeah. and such times you dialed nine one one. I thought that was very. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. But that's neither here nor there. We're not promoting that drama. But please don't. Yeah. But um. Yeah. And Ja Ja had a nice little run with the um. I I hate that I can never say this right. But at the end of one joint, yeah. he's like. M. M. Your mom's like, a, your mom's crackhead. a crackhead, and Kim is a known slut. So what's Haley gonna be when she grows up? And the beat that was crazy. Off the made you look beat. Yeah. Yeah. That was fire, but in the in the in the thick of things, there's been nobody to really go back and forth and really get busy with but Eminem. He's responded to people that have said shit to him and he's bodied them. Now, how much of a threat they ever actually were, definitely debatable. So Should Benzino, he, a, yeah. he gave Benzino like three or four of them shits. He gave the homie Everlast a couple joint like Did these aren't people remember? that He had a he, he beat from Mariah Carey. Like there was a there And he was, gave her a whole clip. But Mariah had some smoke for him. She so they, killed him with uh, Obsessed and the video. And my I, God. Did he beef with uh, Nick Cannon? Off, him the, and, off the shelf of Mariah. Yeah. Because so that's like, her husband. He, I mean, look. So if your biggest rap, uh, your biggest rap beef opponent is Nick Cannon to date. Now, again, I'm not questioning Eminem as a rapper because M gets busy and is by far one of the top rappers ever. But in the sense of going back and forth or getting busy, getting in the ring and really tangoing with somebody who can who can come back with that same energy, it'll be interesting to see what happens after all the drama that's spewed out now. Who does what and where he lands? In I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Eminem a way out though. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna bail him out okay. because shoot him some bail. All the rappers, like rappers, rappers, they always say, like, don't fuck with Eminem. Like th- this is pretty much what they say. So he hasn't had the opportunity for one of these opponents because they don't want to fuck with him. Like in that regard, and that's either because they know 
they can't do anything to win just because of his status or because they know that he lyrically just does get that busy if given the opportunity he's not gonna like he's not gonna take a bar off so that's not his fault yeah he's been above the game for quite some time if i'm being honest but where at what point do we i don't want to sound like what have you done for me lately because he can clearly still rap but a lot of that is just off of word of mouth. I mean, again, we went down some of the his uh, back and forth that he's had in his career, and we all know he can get busy. But who has, te- like you said, but nobody's really testing him because right, that's what I'm they it's hold very, him to such a high regard. It's very rare that somebody flat out says like "fuck you, Eminem." If you want, and let's get I busy, got, right? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm at you right now. So. That's where we are right now. Yeah. And we about to see what's going to come of that. The, the, the uh, invite's been sent out there. The homie, uh, to bring it back to the homie, Denon Porter, he said that Eminem is on some Thanos shit right now where, <laughs> where he's taking into account everybody's talking shit at this very moment and he's going to drop a single diss track just airing everybody out as opposed to addressing them individually. And then from there, you know, they can get into whatever they want to get into. But and Now, that'd be hard. Yeah. So it's that'd on be, some... Because... Cause it's a lot of talk this it's a, week. It's been crazy. Big talk. This folks week. have gotten out of folks. I think some people have gotten out of pocket. Some people are taking advantage of the opportunity. I think so. But think. I'll say this: from the, the the songs that have everybody worked up, I completely understand why everybody stands where they are because it wasn't really needed. You Name names. You could have easily dropped. You could have easily said, because the one joint where he's like, he he's going at Tyler, the creator, he said something crazy about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Joe portion, which I'm excited about, because again, I've noted on the podcast, I'm a hard body Joe fan. So, I'll, but I'll get into that later. He mentioned Joe. He had a sub at Drake. And then he kind of like, he shouts out the people that he rocks with. So Kendrick, Cole, uh, I think he said something, was it Kendrick, Cole, Logic? Mm-hmm. Naturally, Jordan Lucas because he's on the project. Jordan Lucas, he pretty much said Logic is like following in his footsteps to an extent. Yeah, he didn't so much big him up, big him but up, but it was like, just like I see you, yeah. Emmy, while you're not in my crosshairs. Yeah, watch your mouth type deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like don't get too comfortable doing what I kind of did, if uh, that makes sense. I'm gonna tell you what's a trend right now, and I but and I hated that. I hated that he went. Oh, Jordan Lucas bodied the shit that he was on. Yeah, too. he did. Jordan gets busy. That was a, that was an LS song. Uh, I don't know if we've ever touched on it, but Joiner and Logic had yeah, a they little, got a little tiff. They got a little tiff, so kerfuffle. I think kerfuffle. <laughs> 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 Lyrical kerfuffle. So that'll be now that I'd be, uh, but I don't really follow Logic heavy enough to know where he stands. I'm gonna tell you what's a trend I don't like. I don't like how much attention in rap academics gets right now. I don't understand it. I don't. I don't know. And what, I and I and. I'm just going to jump back to Don Q briefly. I saw that bar coming like a mile away. He had a bar in there where he was, where he set up to say something about, he had a conversation with academics and I, I saw it like just from what he was saying. And I, I don't like when I can do that. And that's but not the, good. If and you're the a rapper. thing with act is I don't know shit about him. Yeah. And I'm not knocking him. I'm not hating. And this isn't again, this isn't a, Oh, yo said this about yo. Hopefully he responds and blah. No, I don't care about none of that shit. From a 
to go from come out of nowhere, but I guess he's been curating his audience via YouTube. However, he's been doing clearly, it. Clearly, clearly. But nobody cares. Like, nobody. He's on the radar. Well, you I, got so M- I, yeah, you got I can't. Eminem re- talking about you on the album. I was just, I can't really say nobody cares because clearly, once you got the biggest rappers in the world saying, "All right, your opinion," so he's clearly got enough of an audience where they're like, "All right, his opinion somewhat matters," but I don't understand why it does. Because yeah. he he's not a rapper. Nope. He's not a DJ. Not a DJ. <laughs> he has no ties that I know of outside of the stuff that he's built. But shout out to the homie. Shout out. Shout out. Literally if, building if his. That's really some grassroots shit. And you yeah. got an industry plant. That's he, lit. Yeah. And he built his shit from. Can't be mad at sitting that. Sitting in the basement. Off and Twitch. Getting, yeah. Twitch and getting views. So, yeah. Fuck with it. I mean, that opened the doors for everybody. Well, not everybody. But for people to. If you got enough content and you got something that people want to watch. Then if they're gonna controversial enough. Yeah, they'll you'll you'll build a following and then go from there. But so that, but that shit. All that to say, where we at on this Eminem album? The album overall was kind of kind of chills, kind of light. I wasn't too enthused. I'm on. I'm in. I'm in the kind of chills level. And that's that's more so back to the fact that I don't really care about hearing Eminem rap at this point. The but only, I can acknowledge the fact that he was rapping his ass off on this joint. The only thing that I kind of like from it is that potentially we're going to get some rap, some legit mm-hmm. back and forth rap. Because the biggest part of the whole diss for me was when he mentioned Joe. Joe Button. Right. And from me being a Button fan, fucking with Slaughterhouse real heavy. I enjoy all the members of Slaughterhouse, damn, Joel, the whole gang. Mm-hmm. Ortiz might be my favorite when they're all getting busy in the Ortiz. group. Ortiz, Ortiz gets busy. Shout out to Joel Ortiz. Shout out. <clears throat> but I, I've always kind of blamed Joe in a sense for how the group never really. But that's just because I know he's a fuck the label and blah, blah, blah. So with that, what, what M said, and then Joe's kind of like speaking on how he felt throughout the whole process so there's clearly some pent up smoke there somewhere. And what the word is, I'm not responding to any of this because you're just using this to promote your album. Right. So once if you really want to get busy, you really want to dance, you know what I mean, throw throw a better bar than domestic violence. Like we you know me, you know I'll get busy. You you can come better than a domestic violence bar to get me rapping again. I mean, where do where do we get to a point where you get to decide how a person disses you, though. I mean... Where where are we? Is that where we are in hip-hop? You diss me. I heard you diss. I'm just going to talk to you to tell you you need to diss me a different way and, and a different under different circumstances before I'm going to say something to you. But that... Because... That's never been the case, especially not well, for no, that gentleman. Yeah, for him, because he's always been, oh, you got smoke? I'm, I'm applying right. pressure immediately. But I think with the way his career's played out and how things have grown, he's got like he's buzzing now, so he's on the other end of it. Whereas he's always said, "I'm not, I'm not giving you smoke because I want attention. I'm giving you smoke because this is how I really feel." My question is like, but do you think Eminem he likes to rap? But do you think he really like gives a fuck about rap to that extent to where he's now going to? adhere to your request like he doesn't have he never he never has to rap but so he's doing it to do it but that's the thing when he starts mentioning shit like y'all know who who had the better verse on Renick, like when he's throwing little little subtle jabs and shit like that i you clearly want 
you want some form of smoke. Now, I'm not a fan of Joe, you know, saying, yo, I'm give me a better verse or come your diss ain't. Yeah, that's a now, little one, different. If that, if, no, if you think you're the best rapper out here and the quote unquote best rapper is throwing shots at you, but then you, who's to say M doesn't respond? So then you look like a nut because. You jumped out there off of a snippet or a blatant diss that he put out about you, and now you look like a nut because it's like, oh, you're only rapping because you want attention again, woo woo woo, which ain't the case. So, I I would love for them to get into a lyrical spar fest, dust up. Because as a fan of Buttons, I know how he uh how how he gets busy, and I think that'll be the that'll be the 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 one that'll get M. In a corner for a little bit. My shit, it always ends up being opinion. So there will never be a clear cut winner, even if that does Sh- go down. Shit. But <laughs> it'll be good for the culture, as they say. Yeah. And so. that's re- that's really what we're doing here. If it's I'm, music, hip hop, podcast, whatever, it's for the culture. Anything that's going to push the culture forward, get the culture more attention. If there's an infinity gauntlet coming, that's going to be crazy. So we both landed on kind of chills for this Eminem yeah, project. Definitely kind of chills. Kamikaze. Yeah, could. But it's a return of form. So if you've been missing Eminem as a rapper, check it out. You'll enjoy it. I promise you. <laughs> uh, new albums this week. We have Estelle with the EP. It's called hey, Lovers Rock. Welcome back, Estelle. I ain't heard from you Straight in a minute. From the UK. And I love that. Shout uh, out my London blokes. Shout out Stefan Don. Shout out SAS. <laughs> any any chance I get to shout out SAS, SAS. I'm gonna do it. Shout out SAS, <laughs> Dipset Eurogang. They might not even be claiming Eurogang, so I'm just gonna say shout out SAS at this point. Gigs. That might be yeah. Shout out Gigs. Da-na-na, da-na. Uh <laughs> Russ with a project uh called Zoo. You ever listen to a Russ project? No. Me neither, so first time. Uh and then Burner has a joint called Rico. Sounds interesting. Yeah, so those are three for this week. Uh, shit. We really were on rap Eminem, not rap, but music Eminem for quite some time this week, which is okay. That's cause that's cool. I mean, from a, if you really enjoy, I'm I'm just hyped for where it could where it can potentially go. Yeah. Now, the if possibilities nothing, are endless. Yeah. If nothing comes of this, then this it's was just a good. It was a cool little moment mm-hmm. to get everybody at the edge of their seat. Mm-hmm. But what could potentially happen in the sense of if you're a rapper's rapper, some folks feeling some type of way, some folks feeling slighted because, you know, somebody could respond and then somebody that really rocks with M could be like, yo, you don't need to speak on none of this. And that sparks something else off. So it could really turn into a nice, hopefully all on wax, as they say. Y'all always wanted to get into like, like when I was on some rapping shit, I always wanted to get into some shit where I was like, I'm a rapper's rapper. And then go somewhere with like, a rapper to rap, but like on some, that's silly shit. yeah, on some. <laughs> I feel like that's some cam <laughs> shit too, but that's one hundred percent cam. Yeah, that's neither here nor that though. But from one, I guess, uh, character, if you will, in Eminem to another of a more throwback era or in you know days of past. Did you watch the Bobby Brown story on? Uh, no, nah, I haven't watched it yet. I heard it was very good though. And a lot of people are upset about what's the Janet Jackson thing because I haven't seen. He it was yet. hitting her. Um, he was hitting damn. her essentially, and some young people, Bobby. Yeah, young Bobby. So damn, he was living. Like he has a book in which 
it goes a little bit more in depth. Like he was hitting her, woo woo, and um, he ended up actually kicking her out of the hotel room butt naked because it was a situation where he said he really wanted to be with her. This wasn't in the movie. This is from his book. The movie Man, only watch. showed the movie only showed him hitting her like, and it was shit was uh very raunchy, very graphic, <laughs> especially for BET. Like that's not what I had signed up for. But um, putting Janet in a bad light. But yeah, it was essentially uh Janet. A lot of um, player pimp energy. This this. The story goes, he wanted to be with her, and she maybe wanted to be with him, but her father, R.I.P., uh, was on some. I don't want you dating black guys type situation. Damn. So, who knows? But I own. There are two parts to the the story, or two parts to the movie that was on um, BET. I only saw the first part, and to me, the first part was so bad that I didn't bother to go back and watch the second part. I'm going to at some point, but there was such a lack of storytelling in that first part that it, it kind of lost my interest. It was pretty much just a few. Words of a few uh, few minutes of dialogue. Mm-hmm. We're gonna skip a few years, and then we're gonna have you reenact a, reenact a song with the video or a stage performance. And it's cool because I like the music, but it didn't get me any insight into what Bobby Brown was like in this era. It wasn't like uh, I figured they would just cut and paste. The new edition joint. They just literally focus on Bobby Brown. They didn't talk anything about new edition, which I'm okay with. But they didn't. They also didn't talk about his childhood. The movie. How the hell you do a Bobby Brown documentary? And you don't talk about those. The movie pretty much just starts right after he got kicked off the new edition tour. Oh, right after he got kicked off the new edition tour, and how that catapulted him into a solo career. So he had. A first album or debut album that did not do so good before the album dropped that everybody loves and has all the hits but they didn't show anything about what happened between that that time because i'm sure after that first album flock i'm sure it was hectic for him right but they didn't show a time period where he was trying to figure it out really or where there was really down and he just damn that's disappointing because i just knew only reason i didn't watch it is because when it released, I was like, I still got to work. I got and shit it came to do this on week. later. Shit. That, yeah, I was like, yeah. I got shit to do this week. I'm not staying up until four o'clock in the morning to see a very good documentary because what I assumed they would do was, I wouldn't even have been mad if they used some of the parts from the new edition doc in this one. Like, nope. The scene where not a bit they fight in the limo and all that. Like, if nope. you just pick it up from that moment, or like when he gets arrested, you can use those same clips. Nope. And not literally. A bit. Use about 30 minutes of the same footage and then get into his... But Bobby got arrested so much that that, like, it didn't even matter if they right. used that particular, that uh, specific and I feel like he had a very interesting story to tell. Like, so this... I heard a story, or I've heard stories, and he's, he's told the story, so that's where I've heard it from, where when he was coming up, he would, like, be on tour in a certain city, and he'd, like, be on the tour bus, but he liked the... He liked to have the ability to just roam around the city... And he'd just be on a tour bus. He'd see a car that he likes, like in traffic. He would hop off the tour bus, buy the car from the person, or pay the person to, you know, have use of the car or whatever, and then just leave the car somewhere randomly in the city when he was done with it before moving on to the next tour stop. And I didn't, like, that wasn't in the movie, which is, that's a great thing to see. Yeah, you got to capture some of his 
we're so all right well now i gotta watch it almost see what the hell yeah, they put in there. like what and i have to see the second part to see what they did but i know the second part was just full of tragedy because that's the that's the the part where i'm assuming the more recent years where everybody uh passed um yeah, he's you know damn. through unfortunate events he's had a lot of tragedy in his a life lot so of it. I'm sure he wanted to show the fun times, which is what I pretty much got in the first half of the movie. But I, I just expected to see more story, more heart, essentially. Yeah, more of. Uh, I'm gonna stop saying essentially too. More, of, more what, <laughs> what Bobby was like during the the lows, the highs. Yeah. The real, like the way they did New Edition. I gotta person. stop saying like too. The person, but the way they did the yeah, New point Edition. Out the bullshit right? on the podcast. Yeah, I hate the fact that I say like, but like fits. Like, you know what I mean? But, um, and on some TV watching shit, did you start Ozark season two? I did. I got, I'm almost finished the first episode, like a couple Hard minutes. Bi- you almost finished the first episode? Yeah. It was, Boy, it was a, on. it was a last second watch. Boy, fuck Cause you. I was, I was on some, I'm not even going to watch this shit right now. I'm just going to let it breathe. Shit crazy. But. I haven't finished it though. I did watch the first, most of the first episode and I was like, all right, that's cool. But I did get into Orange is the New Black. I've watched. How the hell can you watch that? Like 10 episodes of this season. I'm invested because I've seen the first four or five, well, however many other seasons I've seen them. And this one has a, this season has a whole new twist because they're all everybody in. Everybody home? No, everybody's in maximum security prison oh as opposed gosh. to minimum minimum that they were in originally. So they're not all roaming around. They're not all intermingling with each other. They're in different blocks. A block, B block, C block, D block. But they're all at the same facility. All at the same facility. Okay. They're down the hill from where they were before, but like the different blocks had beef with each other. Mm-hmm. So people that were cool in this other, you know, in the other setting, they're now not necessarily able to be cool. And then <laughs> yeah, and they didn't keep that shit. I'm and it's good. all based upon some shit that happened over thirty years ago within the facility. It's it's cool if you like the show, watch it. So far, I'm thoroughly entertained. Only a few episodes left, and. uh that's my TV pick of the week. Oh, no, 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 no. If we're going to pick it. All right. So uh, a little peek into how my life works. I'm one of those sleep. This is going to be the longest episode ever. So Where stay we at? tuned. Damn. I like to sleep with the, uh, the TV on. Okay. I'm a TV on sleeper. So sometimes I'll fall asleep before my wife. And she'll, you know, find some random show to watch on TV and then I'll wake up in the middle of the night and said show will be on TV. Mm-hmm. And I find myself, what the hell is this? And most recently on my what the hell is this list is a show called Sugar Rush. It's a Sugar Rush show. They baking cakes or something? Yes. Uh, that, and was a, that was a shot in the dark. Zumbo's Just Desserts. So, or Zumbo. Zumbo's Just Desserts. Now, again. What is doc- this on? Netflix. Okay. So documented. I like the London accent. I love those folks. I like the way they talk. Shout out the UK. Again. Shout out Steph London. So Zumbo. Yes. I won't get too detail with it, but Zumbo's Just Desserts on Netflix is very entertaining. If you like to watch shows about folks baking wild ass desserts in a short amount of time. Okay. One of the one of my call outs is this young lady named Allie. She starts to cry while she's baking. Because the show is so intense and the competition has gotten so intense, she can't handle the pressure. And you know, mm. they, you know, they always say, 
if you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen. But some she, shit like that. She has to be in the kitchen. She though. had to be in the kitchen baking and the heat Damn. was getting to her. It brought her to her knees in tears because pressure bust pipes. <laughs> the pressure. So I got a kick out of that. Waking up at three o'clock in the morning to somebody crying because their uh their I don't know, their biscuit was too soft for this dessert. Mm, mm, mm. Woke me up out of my sleep and sent me into tears of laughter. Damn. But yeah, that's that's it on the TV picks. And we got mad stuff to we still got mad stuff to get mad into. Stuff to get into. <laughs> Bear with us. Bear with us. But um shit, NFL kickoff. Yeah. Did you what did you watch? What did you think? I saw the cap spot. Okay, I did see that too. Uh oh, and by the way, early in the week, a lot of people once that cap news broke, let's talk about the cap news. So NFL signed an extension with Nike for an additional eight years, ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Right after that announcement came out, uh, Nike announced that Cap would be a spokesperson for their 30-year Just Do It campaign. Right. So that kind of seemed... Oh, damn. So, do you know what a heel turn is? That's the wrestling term about... uh... Wrestling term when a good guy turns bad. Right. I'm going to give you a date. July 7th, 1996. Do you know what that means? Does that mean anything to you? July 7th. 1996. Off the top of my head, no. I'm going to set the scene. It is WCW, Bash at the Beach. How the hell did we get here? Hall and Nash, the Outsiders, versus who? Versus Randy Savage. Long story short, the only point I'm trying to make is Hulk Hogan comes out as the third member. Okay. He'll turn. Nike mm. had the biggest heel turn ever. They've they've taken the spot of Hulk Hogan's heel turn. Now Nike <laughs> is the biggest heel in history. So earlier in the week, it was a lot of oh they signed Cap. Cap's doing this. Nike stocks in in the in the dumps. It's, no way. It's you know it's going down. Nike stock has since recovered and is doing better than it was doing before the Cap announcement. So shout out to Nike for taking a risk, calculated risk. Because this wasn't just off the cuff. They definitely knew what they were doing. And that that's kind of where I'm I'm, I'm torn. Mm-hmm. Because I like that there's a large corporation backing the message. In the... On some... It, it's a big company behind what Kat was saying in the sense of, you know, it stand for something sacrifice everything be willing to sacrifice anything for what you stand on whatever the whatever the quote was right however where was this talk when it was real quiet when teams was you know wasn't rocking with them like if that's how you feel if you really feel that way take the swoosh off the jerseys but that ain't gonna happen because it's still a money thing and i get it but I also like the fact that they're doing it because while you're running around spewing all this, you must stand, you must do this. It's not about that. It's about something totally different. And you're still going to have our swoosh because we locked in for 10 years. Yeah. So part of me is like, well, why weren't you saying something? But then the other part of me is like, damn, this could have just been on some. OK, played on like a fiddle. Yeah. Y'all not going to rock with. So y'all don't support, even though your league is about 90 percent. I think it's like 75, like in a technical term, but because the league is 
represented by a lot of African Americans, and this gentleman saying, "Hey, I'm bringing attention to what's going on to us in the community." Y'all gonna ignore that? Flip the story. Got something for you? Watch this. Lock us in for ten years. Yep. Oh, and you gonna collude against my man? Okay, got something for you. Oh, opening day, we got your jersey during your your opening your your NFL kickoff game. Right. We got your uniforms. Yep. And we're gonna slap our spot on opening day, and yep. all Sunday this commercial is gonna run. And no matter what you do, there's no way for you to get away from it He'll because. Turn. The swoosh is on every single jersey. He'll so turn. all those people who are out here, I love it. Now, I, did you did you hear the um the NFL's like response or we support we support now you what was that support when y'all went? we support athletes that take stands against you know no, injustices and all yeah that's crazy no y'all don't but I mean it's it's about to get real a lot of stuff about to come to the light because I don't think. From a business standpoint, I think a lot of stuff is going to come out with the whole collusion case. And that cap got against the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's already been confirmed they, that there's there's something there, so the case is going to move forward. So, so I, I think I think it's about to get real ugly for the NFL. Yeah, and Cap's in a good spot. And Cap is in a great spot. Yeah. So shout out to Cap. Question: Would do you want to see him play again? I don't have to. No, nah, I'm good. I mean, if he wants to play again, then sure. But from me as a, a person that watches football, I don't watch the most football in the world, so. Him playing again isn't going to necessarily change my viewership one way or the other. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I mean, just from a... No, I'm just saying, like, he was a great talent, and the one game that sticks out of my mind is him versus the Green Bay Packers. We just shit, ran all over them. It was crazy. Dogged the shit out the Packers. 180, the, 181 on the floor and, like, two-something throwing. Yeah. Went to Green Bay and so dirty. Out. So that's his, that's his um, signature game. And if we keep it in the buck, only if we're keeping it in a buck. Mm-hmm. We definitely keep it in a buck. I don't know that if there's not that um, we was together for that Super Bowl pause. We watched the Super Bowl when they played the Ravens. Yes, and it was the power delay and yeah, that kind yeah, of threw everything yeah. out. And then Baltimore yep. came out in the second half and went crazy. Yep, yep, yep. But he was a he was a he was a completed pass away from being a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He did a good job. So I would love to see him. It's been years since then, but it's, though, right? Yeah, it's been like How many, two years? Two, three years. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a big. But you got to think he hasn't been taking any hits. He hasn't, but he, he also hasn't hurt. been in the game. Like yeah. he hasn't been feeling that game speed and. But I meant that more in the sense of, if he returns to the game, does if he it, wants to, if he wants to, does it water down the the movement for quote quote unquote? Nah, not not if he's still on his same shit that he was on because yeah. he's not doing it for a contract. Yeah, or else I, he could he would have been stopped. He would have been signed if he said, I you would, know, what, I'm not gonna take a knee anymore." And he refused to do that. Yeah. He refused to I, which, say that. Which at least. I I like that. Yeah. Stand by your morals. Uh, but yeah, that's so that's, shout out to Kaepernick for that. Yeah, a huge shout out to Kaepernick. Um, it'll be cool to see where this goes throughout the year. Nike seems to be very calculated, and they have all the right athletes. Shout out to Serena Williams out here getting busy. Big busy. Getting big busy. And then, you know, they was hating on her, uh, her uniform, and yep. Nike came right back, like, okay. You can, you know what I mean? You could try to hide the, you could change the costume, but you can't, you know, affect the superhero in a sense. So, yeah, shout out to Nike. Doing your thing. Uh, even though a lot of it is still money involved. and Of course. But it's it's cool to have a big market. Big that's corporation. On, that's on your side, in a sense. Trendsetters, always, first and foremost. So right, shout they out put, to Nike. They had the ones. The ones got banned and Nike was there. So they've been against the curve. Yeah. 
So, shout out to Nike. So, if we want to flip to some additional, well, not additional controversy, but uh, mm, you caps, got more. What's cap stance? Cap stance is sacrifice. Believe in. I don't want to fuck up the quote. You've already fucked it up. It's been it's been so many other versions of That's that quote. That's because I'm stupid ass. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, internet crazy. The the Floyd stand up one for is, your beliefs and sacrifice. I'll I'll find it because yeah, you're find it. butchering it. Yeah, please. However, um, the memes that have flown because you regardless Cre- of how serious creativity things get, creativity is the not memes lacking. are gonna come through and the memes are gonna get funny. I remember seeing when the Jordan cry face was real real heavy. Somebody put a. We play too much because if they said a meteor was coming towards Earth, and then they photoshopped the crying Jordan on her. Like I've seen the the cap the memes of this Nike this Nike ad more than I've seen the Nike ad itself. Yeah, which is what tends to happen anyway. But it's just funny because now I can't even remember what the actual Nike ad is. But it's all based upon a Nike ad. Like it's been switched to be. Uh, a lugs ad it's been switched to be a new balance <laughs> ad it's been switched to be not anything you can think of but just people that it should not be that should not have any type of endorsement such as a chris benoit <laughs> so <laughs> they did, chris they did benoit. you ain't seen a chris benoit one <laughs> yeah the, the chris benoit one is wild the Christmas wild one is wild, and whoever who oh, whoever did that, whoever did that, I don't know, I don't know. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Oh shit, that's not. That's exactly what the Christmas wild said. Yeah, that's exactly what the Christmas. They just took that quote verbatim. And if you know the story of Christmas wild, and you know why that's highly inappropriate, so. Well, no, oh, shit. I don't know if his said his might have said everyone as opposed to everything, oh, sacrificing shit. everyone. But yeah. Oh shit, that's bad. Yeah. So, Floyd, Floyd, joint take the cake toe with the uh, with the letters all over the place. But yes, the Kaepernick, the Kaepernick joint is believing something even if it means sacrificing everything. Yeah. So, that's a good message. You know, if you stand for something. Well, stand for something or you fall for anything is what... Yeah, that's like one of my personal favorites. It's what they, you know, definitely been saying for years. But it's certainly a good idea to to believe in something. Not Crispin Wall, heavens. Yeah, so... They did Mike Tyson greasy, too. They put the thumping thing. Mm-hmm. Gave him the whole list, list treatment. No disrespect, though. Definitely never disrespect. And, oh, uh, Draymond made some comments this week. Draymond Green of the championship golden state warriors if you want to talk about well it's already been brought up so i guess we can talk about that he said and this isn't verbatim essentially he would pay WNBA players a hundred thousand dollars for them to shut the fuck up about the the wage discrepancy so for anyone unfamiliar WNBA players they make a lot less money than nba players so draymond green he really could do that if if that was if he could find it in his heart. I don't even know if that would even be a a heartfelt gesture. <laughs> that's shitty, Draymond. But uh, that's very shitty. That's Draymond. A definitely especially off- when you was just in the barbershop with uh Candace. That's an off the cuff comment. That definitely wasn't something that he um 
sat back and and crafted, which is cool. I like when people just speak their minds. That's foul. That's very very foul. I ain't I ain't uh, that. <laughs> That's silly. Yeah. So if y'all can't see, but he's just showing me the Chris Benoit version of. Yeah. So. What do you, I don't know. I don't really know if we want to get into your thoughts on that because this podcast is definitely going an extended period of time. But I mean, we're here already. So, what do you think? I don't. I said like I. Don't, I, ain't, I ain't really checking for it because he was just in the barbershop with Candace Parker and mm-hmm. everybody was. It was so chummy. But I mean, it, that's not essentially. He's on some. You know what I mean, shut up. Like we don't like if if me giving you this bread will shut you up, then shut up. But I, I think, feel. I feel like they got a. I understand what they're saying in the sense of they should get more bread, but I think what kind of handicaps them is the 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 product the product isn't as big as I guess the the people who make the salary and all that stuff. They haven't created enough of a buzz that will warrant said money to the owners of the W, like to the people behind the WNBA machine and the NBA itself. Well, the NBA is the WNBA machine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, they, I don't think, I don't think the WNBA buzz is high enough. Clearly, like, it's the not. product itself, and that that'll always be the excuse to not give them these lucrative contracts similar to what the NBA players make. However, until they can't use it as an excuse anymore, like just got to get the attendance up, got to get the merchandise up, got to get the viewership up, and, and then that's generally how it works. Because that's M- where the money. That's where NBA the players weren't always making crazy bank nope. until the product got better. And got I'm not saying, and that's not saying that the WNBA product is a bad one because I mean they they they're very talented. The game you just gotta good. get people to buy into it. You just that's, gotta that's get any the, business. That's yeah. with this with this podcast. Like we have to get people to buy into it. Yeah, we you gotta build your audience. I think it died hard when the comets wave and all that kind of died down. Mm-hmm. Because to me, that's still like the peak. I think it, it, the buzz came back again with like uh, Lisa Leslie and the Sparks winning chips. Candace Parker brought some buzz to it. So I think it's trending in the right direction. But Draymond's comment was wild. Really, they gotta just have. There just has to be a lot of attention on women's college basketball. Well, no, that's the thing. That's where all the attention is. Yeah, I'm saying, but that's where the players are coming from. So as long as they're hyped enough coming out of there, it should translate to the WNBA, and then eventually there will be enough of those hyped up players in the league to where it can sustain itself and then become something that. The college basketball, yeah, I, and that's another thing. One would think, like, I don't know what the WNBA like. I have to do more research as far as their draft policies, that kind of thing, because I, I think they have to do four years and then they go. Mm. So that could potentially be uh, that, that could water down the yeah because the you figure by the time just for lack of better names that pop in my mind immediately, like Brianna Stewart, she was a monster at UConn, mm-hmm. but by the time she gets to the WNBA. Some of the higher tiered players are not on the downside, but she's not able to play. Yeah, it, it ain't play the against same. those players at their peak, right? But like Maya Moore and them, they still like Diana Taurasi, Maya Moore, Sue Bird. They're all still getting very busy, like mm-hmm. they're active. But I think now it's um the Storm and the Mystics are actually about they're in the WA, WNBA final. Storm and the Mystics. So the big names Who's of those the storm? two. 
the Storms are Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. And that's Sue and Bird. that's Sue Bird, Brianna Stewart are like the big names. Okay. And then Christy Tolliver and Della Dawn of the Mystics are kind of like the big names. So okay. I mean the product it's you just gotta build your they gotta build. Gotta build. And we get, gotta build. Get more yeah, we gotta build. We gotta get more uh gotta get more people talking about it. Yeah, that's it. So I mean, I'm letting y'all know. I might be course out of the WNBA Finals game. Shout him out on some player pimp shit. Kind of banging. I do. That's kind of banging. Um, so we can wrap this up. We, yeah. Are you ready to wrap it up? Do yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Did we, we cover everything? This might be the first time we're actually gonna leave the podcast and be like, damn, we got everything covered. Not on some. I'm going to skip something because it's not of importance, and it can wait till another podcast. That's it's like one of those mean. just additional notes that I have. Awesome. And it's not needed. Right. Where are we at? What's the timestamp on this shit? Uh, we're at about one twenty-five right now. Ooh, one twenty-four. Y'all so getting extended content. We're gonna try to. We're gonna be done before one thirty. Thanks shit. for depending sticking on what with we get us. into. Because I ain't even speak on Spider Man, but I'm gonna let y'all rock. Mm. Happy Spidey Day to those who Happy know. If you Spidey know, Day, if, if you, you in know, the know, you know. Yeah. Shout out Pusha for that. Mm-hmm. So this week for sneakers, very light. Oh, that's cool, then. We can get this shit. We can wrap this shit up real quick. Yeah, so we got the Air Jordan 12 International Flight. No, thank you. They are $200 in men's, $150 in GS, and it's like a blue suede upper with a white mid. So, I want to say that sounds about right. Not anything that I'm interested in, but that's okay. Just because I'm not interested in it doesn't mean you aren't. Um, You got the Air Jordan 12 Rush Pink. And that's a GS colorway for the price of $140. That's just a pretty much all black and some pink. For lack of a better description. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, you can look those up though. Uh, Adidas Ultra Boost Uncaged, and I want to say it look like a look like a uh, like a bean bag you'll put your foot in. No disrespect. Two hundred twenty dollars for that. Two hundred twenty dollars for a bean bag I would put my foot in. Yeah, that's crazy. Two twenty, and you got the Nike Air Deluxe collab with Skepta. For the price of $190. So I'm assuming Skepta may raise the value of those shoes. Because Air Maxes typically don't cost $190. But do you know Skepta? Skepta out of that, uh, the UK. Sounds like UK, know? right? So <laughs> shout out the UK. Shout out Stephlon Tom. <laughs> Yo just set me up like shit. Shout out SAS. <laughs> shout out Gigs. <laughs> set me up like shit. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so I shout out smooth into that track. Absolutely. So shout out that. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's literally it. Unless there's something Don't else you want to. Familiar with Skepta? And here I oh, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's it. Unless there's something else you you want to. The SB Gato joint sink hey, your teeth crazy. into. What's that SB Gato? What's that? It's like a soccer looking sneaker. I'm scrolling through the just to be transparent. I'm scrolling through the sneakers app, so these ain't nothing. Oh yeah, I mean we just here now, so yeah, we here. You we here? Tripping. We here? Everybody here? We here? We, we gonna wrap you up? At a one, good we gonna wrap you up at one thirty at the latest. One thirty. Say, oh, I gotta be back by one thirty at the very. Yeah, come back and revisit this episode in segments too, if you need yeah, to. We'll, but we'll chop it up, and we already yeah. at the end. So if. It's too late for me to give you that warning or warning, to give you that option. Warning. Yeah, and we're yeah. not going to go back and say, hey, you've tuned into this yeah. podcast. This is going to be the longest episode today. Man, fuck yeah. I mean, you'll see it because it's going to say the length pause <laughs> before you get into it. Pause. That's crazy. Yeah. Now we just now we just shooting the breeze. Now we just all here. <laughs> now it's a party. <laughs> So we can make a whole another episode off just this shit Absolutely. alone. If, if we really want to keep if it funky. If we really want to. <laughs> if we want to. But 
That ain't that ain't what nah, that might be what they're here for though. I don't know. Y'all gotta let me know. Yeah, what's we let still us waiting. know because we we'll definitely get busy. If, we if, still waiting. Pause. If that's what it is. Yeah. But uh, anything else? Nah, that's it. All, All right. right, yeah, we good. Everything else I got can be relayed on the next episode. Yeah, this was a crazy episode for me. Yeah. Uh, fantasy football is underway. Good luck this week. Is- yeah. Good luck to you because we don't play each other. Yeah. That you. might be Good that might be fun. Well. We might have to do like a uh a, a special little like when our fantasy teams play that week have a little content. Okay. Just straight for the fantasy football. So heads. Staying staying true to our word, uh both fantasy teams were play, excuse me, were posted on the Instagram, so you got to you can still take a look at the teams. Yeah, whose team's better? Whose teams yeah, okay. Who I y'all got up. yeah, who y'all got winning if you're still here? Who you got winning? Yeah. And I'll post it like I'll I'll post the question. And if you something. got a fantasy football league or anything like that, shout us out. Like if you want us to take a look at your team just for GP. Yep. And like, if we you have th- nothing better to do, right. I promise you. And if you see our team and you think your team could beat my team, I mean DM we can link it up. Yeah, and we, we can, can we, we can, can post, check out the weeks. Yeah, we, we can could, post scores and really get busy. Yeah, see what it is week to week. On some PPR fantasy football shit. Uh, as always, um subscribe to the podcast, rate, review on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, spread the word. Repost on retweet. repost, retweet, mm-hmm. SoundCloud, like, repost, follow. And Google Play, I guess, just listen. I don't really know what goes on in Google Play. Same thing. Just share that. Part of my Share ignorance. the links. Yeah, yeah, you iPhone. And it's no reason to be that way. I, no, I just don't I, have yeah, the option. I know, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. It's, it's just no, really segregated. It shouldn't be that way. Separate between, but equal. Yeah, that's pretty much how yeah. it boils down. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so shout out shout out to listen. If you made it this long, you're definitely a listener. Definitely a friend of the show. Rock with you. And we rock with you. And I know y'all rock with us. So this podcast kind of been episode 30. Episode thirty, the the what is it? The largest number numerical episode, the longest episode, the longest day. episode, the biggest episode ever. This Big, one was a movie. This is the biggest episode ever, ever. Yeah, if we ever do the um, if we ever do like a documentary on the podcast, this this is the this is what this is the shit Netflix supposed to be filming. This the so movie part. We, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Parts one, parts three and four coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> this podcast kind of banging episode thirty. <laughs>